the end of presentations, as tribute to my parents, I would always make this offer. If you want help, call me, write me, or show up at my front door. My personal info is available. And I would put it up on the screen, and you could write it down. And call me, write me, or show up at my front door. No one really took me up on the offer for a long time. Then one day, my doorbell rang, and there stood a hockey player with a hockey bag and sticks and a suitcase. You spoke at my hockey banquet, he said, and I don't have what you talked about. I'd like to learn what you teach. If you're going to ask for my help, you had to meet the prerequisites, I said. Did you meet those prerequisites? I need your performance history, your life story, and your plan and a sample of your performance. Did you bring what I asked for? Yeah, right here, he said, and he handed it to me. Let's take a look at your videotape. And I watched for a few moments, and he definitely had talent. And then we talked, and I had to test him to get an idea of what his level of commitment really was. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And I hope that you would tell everyone to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com, where you can find the podcast, or YouTube, and subscribe, download, listen, and let us know how you rate and review us. I hope that you will like it. And become an 831-er and help other people live their best life because we inspired you to live your best life. Well, there's no doubt he was a hard worker. He had head, hands, heels, and heart. But I realized he was only on task about 14% of the time. How long are you going to stay off task? When are you going to get on task? Are you going to do it or are you going to wait? I asked him, till I go to tryouts at the end of August, he said said, you're only going to come for one year? We have 21 weeks. Is that enough time? I said, no. You've got to be committed till you get there. I was not going to teach him to play hockey. I would teach him how to build what he needs to be the best he can be when he plays. I get it, he said. What's your goal, I asked. I want to make a major junior team. That's a result goal, I said. It's not your goal. He said, yeah, it is. I said, no. That's the goal that you have established because that's what you're measured by. But that's not your goal. Your goal has to be a growth goal. What do you have to become to make that team? Stunned, he said. Okay, what's that? You will learn as we move forward. Let's get to work, I said. I tested him and proved to him where he was and what he needed to change. Every test result surprised him. Some with good results, others way below average. Once he knew the reality of his situation, he had an increased desire to get to work. Finally, he had a framework from which to work and understand what he had to work on. Each day we focused and he was building every moment that he could on what he could handle, how much he could do physically, emotionally, and mentally. I asked him for a few things that he had to promise me. One, you can't quit. Two, you must tell me and yourself the truth every day. Number three, you must journal what we do and become your own teacher. Number four, give all you can in every attempt. We knew where he was going, and he knew where he was going, and he had demonstrated he could play, not only to me, but to all the junior teams he wanted to play for. But why hadn't he been picked? He had the skill and the will, but didn't have the fill. And without the fill, it will never fit the bill. The price that will be asked to be paid. And this is what leadership looks for. 
He was raised in a great family. He had the skill. But when challenged to do something not done before, he would become discouraged easily. I knew that feeling. I knew what it meant to let your feelings lead you. There's no doubt we have to be ready to perform. But if our feelings lead, it's easy to get off track. When I went from being the confident, sure person in my community and then it was all wiped out, I became greatly discouraged and wanted to give up. I wanted to give up every time I tried because it was just so difficult. When people told me I would never do what I once could do, it made me even angry. When I watched my father's heartbreak of what he thought I was going to become and how upset he would get, it made it even more difficult. I could no longer do and become what he thought I was going to become and what I was going to do. Instead, it frustrated both of us. Sometimes we would get pretty angry at each other. At first, I didn't understand, but over time, I realized that emotions can't drive the train down the track. Emotions have to come along for the ride. They have to be in the caboose. That's right. I know you're taught today that you've got to operate by your feelings. Well, I'm telling you, you're headed for a train wreck. When the unexpected comes, when the uncontrollable comes, you have to have a deeper growth within. You're the gatekeeper. You decide what goes inside your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, and your sense of touch. And if it's inside of you already, then you have to fight to get it out of you until your first response is being emotionally balanced and you have self-control. We're all wounded. We all hurt. We all have that. It isn't like I'm ignoring that. It comes from outside of us and we feed on it and it grows. I don't know if you know this, but today we use the letters IT, which means information technology. And you say, what does that have to do with feelings? Well, when I grew up, IT was internal training. Dad and mom taught me everything that grows has the internal training already in place, but it has to be taught. This young man had it, but he had a strong foundation to grow in, but it required a disciplined behavior of first response that would respond with an I can instead of I don't know or I can't. He had, number two, an environment around him that was a solid foundation that was strengthened through discipline, but he had not learned to become interdependently relationally. In other words, he did what he was told to do and he was doing it when he was being watched, but he didn't have that internal to do it on his own. Number three, he was a great gatekeeper and he had great potential, but his actions were not intentional enough. He had to be intentional. He had lots of options, but he was following what everyone else did, thinking it would get him a better result. So he had no power to say no to what he knew he should be doing and start doing what he needed to do. And finally, number five, he even put in extra time and effort but on things that were not moving toward his needed outcome. Put the extra into the right things, and ordinary becomes extraordinary. I don't know if you know this, but in the computer programming business, the kernel is the core of the computer's operating system and has complete control over everything in the system. Yes, it's called the kernel, just like a kernel of wheat. It is the portion of the operating system code that is always resident in memory. It facilitates interactions between hardware and software. 
A full kernel controls all hardware resources via device drivers, arbitrates conflicts between process concerning such resources, and optimizes the utilization of common resources. On most systems, the kernel is one of the first programs loaded on startup. It handles the rest of the startup as well as memory, peripherals, and input and output requests from software, translating them into data processing instruction for the central processing unit. For us, for me, for you, it's the training of our character, the training of our kernel that needs to be put in place. I know how I struggled with mine, and I had to teach this young man to train his. He had skill, he had will, and he had a great family. But when pressured, his emotions took over. His kernel had to be reprogrammed. What's leading you? How's your self-control? We see people during this pandemic time reacting and responding in emotional ways and not with self-control. Maybe we need our kernel reprogrammed. What happened to the young man? Well, he exceeded his goals. Remember he said he wanted to play and lead in junior? Well, he did. And then he went pro, as a walk-on. Today, he's an extraordinary man, a person, a father, and an amazing musician. Yes, he went beyond what he thought he could do. Why? Because we programmed him to have self-control and was emotionally balanced. Every one of us needs it. I'm here to help you. I want to make the same offer to you. Write me. Just write me. Write me at jungle.jim at shaw.ca. And tell me what you want to learn. Tell me what you would like to know about how you can be the best you can be. To live your best life. I hope that by the next time we meet, you will be living your best life. And I thank you for listening. Remember, you can have the will and you can have the skill, but without the fill, it will never fit the bill.